0: Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you as a parent gain a deeper relationship with your team. On today's episode, Mark Gregston and Wayne Shepherd dive into a topic that will challenge, encourage, and inspire you as you parent your team. Let's listen in.
1: Hey, you know what? This is a new year, a new opportunity for families to start afresh. And that's what we're going to be talking about a little bit today. But they get to start on a new foot, a new opportunity. You know, most parents hope that something in their family would be different. Then this is the time to make it happen. It's just a change. You're, you're coming off a vacation. You're coming off a break. Kids are going back to school. Change something up. Take advantage of the time. And people say, like what? I go, a new year, we'll get together once a week, we'll plan a family vacation, we'll loosen up on curfews, we'll engage new rules, we'll let go of some of the old rules, Uh, we'll raise the bar of expectations, whatever we want to do, but you also have to leave some things in the past, Mm -hmm. and that's the mistakes we made, the times we exploded, the challenges we faced, the turmoil we went through, the hurts I caused.
0: It's a new year, folks. It's a new beginning, and we're talking about it today here in Parenting Today's Teens, It's a time for both looking back and looking forward. So let's take a quick look back, first of all, Mark.
1: Yeah, you know know what? Maybe there's some ruts you got into this past year, and you've got to ask yourself these questions. Was there more fighting than not fighting in your home? Be honest. That's right. Is the tension in your home higher now than it was 12 months ago? Hmm. Are you spending regular time, one-on-one with your teen, just talking, hanging out, spending time? Are there things in your relationships at home that bother you? Mm -hmm. What are two or three things that you'd like to change? And, and, And stop. I mean, I would ask your kids that. Yeah. Text them whenever you get the opportunity. And people go, Mark, you always are having oh, us, you are always having us text our kids. And I go, they will say things through a text they will never say Isn't face to amazing? face. Well, you want them to do that. Take advantage of it. I can't believe my kid would say that. I go, you want them to say things to you. So here's the opportunity. What two things do you want to see different this year in our home? Text them this. Did we fight more or less this past year? You know, um, Is tension high in our home? Ask them. Instead of you being the judge, let them be the judge. Such great ideas. Because then it puts puts you in the position of saying, then let's change that. And so you become an object of change where you can say... I'm fluid enough that we can change things as yeah. the world changes, and your child goes, okay, I get that. I can always bring that up to mom and dad.
0: Yeah, but overall, just take a look back and say, if we continue on the same path that we were on last year, what's going to happen this year?
1: Yeah, is it going to be a mess, or is it going to be better? Mm-hmm. And so now's the time to say, okay, let's change those things. Uh, dads, it's got to be more than one thing. You know, <laughs> moms, it can't be 150 things. <laughs> That's overwhelming. It's got to be just a couple of three things, just a little small 1% changes in the Way that you engage, the way you do things in your home can make a big difference this next year.
0: Okay, we're done looking back now. That's right. Now we're going to look ahead. Here we have a brand new slate in front of us.
1: That's right. And here's some practical ways to make a a new start for the new year. Identify what needs to change. Just write it up, put it on a piece of paper, and stick it on a refrigerator. Stick it up on a bulletin board. Let everybody know these are the things that we're going to change in our home. Text it to everybody. Email it. I mean, shout it from the rooftops. Do whatever you need to do to make sure. Your child knows that you're willing to make some changes. And then the second thing is determine how you're going to make those changes. Hmm. What boundaries are you going to put into place? And, I mean, that may look different. Your child may have started dating, you know, somebody, and you need to put some other boundaries. You need to change curfews. They're getting older. Yeah. They're closer to 17 yeah. and 18.
0: I was going to say, maybe they're transitioning from 15 to 16, That's which right. is a big one.
1: That's right. And, and and so there's new things. That's where you've got to change, mom and dad, so you don't become ineffective and antiquated. Because the minute you become antiquated and your kids feel like you can't keep up with their culture and their needs, they will push you aside and start demanding things on their own. This is where you want to remain involved. The third thing is arrange a family meeting and talk about the changes that are coming. Hey, here's some things we're going to do different this year and, and we're going to make these things happen. I think it'll help us all.
0: That makes such sense because otherwise we surprise our kids and well, they, they don't know where they stand.
1: Yeah. Or they may be in that position where they go, you've said this before, mom, dad, you've always said that and nothing ever happens. So this is where you have to make sure that you're going to follow through on whatever you're sharing with them. Okay. Present the rules and consequences would be another thing. Hey, we got some new rules. We're going to extend the curfew. And now you get to come in at 11 o'clock on Saturday night or whatever, (laughs) but the consequences are a little bit greater. If not, if you're not back, we're going to take away your car for a month. You know, it, it just gives you the opportunity to... To him who much is given, much is required. And a child needs to learn that lesson because that's how life is. The fifth thing would be start the changes and don't relapse into old ways.
0: Yeah, if you declare something's going to change and then you go back to just the way it always was, yeah. that sends the wrong yeah. signal.
1: Well, it's it's like a diet. You know it <laughs> yeah, is. I mean, yeah. everybody has these great ideas and, yeah. hey, I'm going to lose this. You would this. bring that up at the
0: first of the year here, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: and everybody's going, I'm going to do it. Oh, I'm going to start working out. And it lasts for three or four weeks, and you go, you know what, I, it's, not, it's not working as well as I thought it was going to be. And so that, that's when we go back into those old ways, and what happens? Nothing changes. Mm-hmm. And if nothing changes, Mom and Dad, then, then it, it, it's, your child's going to move away from you. And, and going to long for something different in a different place. Yeah. So, th- I mean, these, these are just practical ways to invest in your relationship with your team that become so important.
0: All right. How important is it just to have fun together?
1: Well, all the time, but plan to have some fun. I mean, where well, you're not always digging on them or nagging them about something. I mean, let it be a, 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 a nag free zone on a Saturday. <laughs> I mean, just say, that you know, Saturdays are a nag-free zone, and mom <laughs> says that. Because, I mean, you know, moms are always pushing because that's what moms do well. I mean, they push their kids on the maturity. They help them. And, but let's say on Saturday it's a nag-free zone, and put up a little sign that says Saturday's a nag-free zone. <laughs> and that way a child can look, Mom, you're nagging at me, <laughs> or Dad. Dad, it's a no-fix-it zone on the weekend. Mm -hmm. Don't try to fix me on the weekend. And you put that up and you let
0: kids know... Have fun with it, This is
1: going to be fun, and we're going to make some changes. And I know that I nag, and I know that I want to fix things all the time. And it just says, we understand the need for you to get some rest.
0: And having fun means doing something the teen is interested in, not just something that mom and dad like to do.
1: That's right. When dad goes, let's go play golf, and the kid goes, I hate golf, you know, or or let's go mow the yard. And the kid goes, Oh yeah, that's what I want to do, you know. But I go, believe in your teen, communicate that you were there for him, not against him. Be honest in your own mistakes, and this is, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think what happens when when you become honest in your own mistakes, it's saying, "Hey, I have a tough time making this happen. I'm having a tough time, not nagging at you, or not trying to fix you, or not judging you, or making comments. I have, and you, you got to help me on this. It's a mutual accountability, and that's not placing you on the same level with your child. But what you're doing is saying, I realize that I'm I'm not perfect." Yeah but you're also giving permission for your child not to be perfect also, which is wonderful. Here's the problem. Culture has changed and is dragging our teens through the mud under the banner of progress. Parents are confused about how to connect, what works and doesn't work, and how to engage a teen that seems to be coming more and more distant. This book, Tough Guys and Drama Queens, Helps parents understand the nature of today's teen culture, grasp those styles that no longer work, and presents methods of practical helps for parents to restore, maintain, and grow their relationship with their teen. I wrote this book with parents of teens and preteens in mind, believing that if parents had some more parenting tools in their parenting toolbox, they would remain the mighty influence during their teen's most difficult years. Here's another neat thing. There's a curriculum series of the same title that I know can help your small group in dealing with the issues every parent faces during their child's teen years. It even comes with a participant's and a leader's guide. And you can get this book and the curriculum series at www.toughguysanddramaqueens.com. That's toughguysanddramaqueens.com. You'll love it, and your teens will love you more because you've taken the time to understand their world and how you can better help them flourish.
0: You know, a few moments ago, you were talking about uh, the new year, new resolutions that we're making. <laughs> this is an important resolution to start off the new year right with our team. It
1: is. You know, I, I travel a lot, and um, and it it's really hard to. Uh, to work out and to uh-huh. get the exercise that I need. And I, I don't know whether people know I was a All-American swimmer years ago. I did the pre-Olympic thing. And so I've always had this mindset. I swam competitively for years. And 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 I've always had this thing, and I feel guilty if I'm not working out. But what this is what I realized. So I put it off a week, and then it's easier to put it off two weeks. Mm-hmm. And it's easier to put off. And now it's been two years. And I find that now it's going to take more work. Yeah. And so what what that means is you can put these things off, mom and dad, but it just means it's gonna be more work later. That's but the th- but the difference is this, later your kids aren't gonna be at home. Oh yeah. And so now's the time to do it and say it's a lot more important for you to be consistent in in engaging with your child, you know, than it is being on a diet, mm-hmm. than it is working out, than it is, you know, improving your golf game or you know, working for a volunteer agency somewhere. Your family is important, and yeah. and I think it's this is a time for you to also realign some priorities and say let's put them back in the right place. And and uh, you know, and that's hard. It, it's just hard because yep. because you have habits that are pulling you one way, and you have demands that are pulling you the other, and it's hard to remain focused sometimes.
0: Hey, can we take a couple of questions from listeners? Uh, here's one: I want less disrespectful language in my home this year. How do I communicate that? And what are some good consequences for disrespect when it does crop up?
1: Yeah, you know, where I immediately in this question, I'm thinking, you know, the first thing is we want to we want to discourage disrespect, but what are we doing to encourage respect? Okay. And so I, I you know, I call it carrots and consequences. That. <laughs> You, you've got to hold carrots before kids, that if, if you can go a couple of weeks, because I, I think our kids, are their their habits of, of language are changing, and I don't know what Scripture says about idle words and taking the Lord's name in vain, And but, but the whole new world of texting and everything else and the permissiveness that's allowed on... TV now and everything. the kids hear it all the time. so it comes up. I mean, I'm talking about every kind of kid. Mm-hmm. and so so it's saying that this is a habit you've gotten into. I want to give you a reward if you can keep from it. But I'm also going to have a consequence that if you if you continue to do that, and and it may be that the consequence is taking away whatever gets their attention. You have to ask the question: Is this the number one issue that I need to be dealing with? Yeah, sure. You know, now if you have a child that is smoking pot and and going down the drug thing, this isn't that big of a deal. If you have a child that it's just you know that you made a a B instead of an A, this could be a big deal. So you have to put it in perspective of what else is going on in the life of your child.
0: Here's another question. What should my one-on-one time with my daughter look like? Is it okay to just hang out without an agenda, or do I need to bring up deeper topics to talk about?
1: You know, when you move into the teen years, it's more about your example than your words. I mean, even though I say quit giving all the answers and start asking questions, there's a part of it for a parent to really believe that the Christ inside of me that I've spent time building into my life, the Holy Spirit that's in my life, is going to come out in, in my words. Uh, the Scripture that says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Scripture says that the Word becomes flesh and dwells among us. It doesn't say the Word became flesh and yapped to everybody all the time. <laughs> I mean, it it lives among people, and in that, they know the difference for what they see. Because in those teaching years, it's all about words, in those training years, it's all about actions and the example that you set. And so trust yourself that that those things are going to come through and wait until your child starts asking you questions. They will give you the agenda for those times that you get to hang out together.
0: Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, you can visit ParentingTodaysteens.org, HeartlightMinistries.org, or MarkGrigston.com. Join us back here tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.